You know what song has been in my head? What? Butterfly in the sky. Oh my fucking god. I can go twice as high. Why is that the song that's in your head after the show we watched? It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. The reading Rainbow. Anyway. Oh my god. Onward. <laughs> What's up everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the GOT Addicts. We are the Addicts. And for today we are the TV Addicts. What up? <laughs> I threw her off. Perfect. Just a little bit. Yeah, I was I was ready to say it and then I was like, oh wait. Yes. Mission accomplished. <laughs> See you guys on the other side. My name is Jerry. Hey guys, remember I'm Steph. Don't forget to follow us across across all social media platforms, and you can find us at the GOT Addicts. And if you'd like to send us an email, the place to do that is gotaddicts at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe um, to our podcast because that would be super super nice. Uh, we're still um, going with the singing, huh? So yes, I have to find something to sing. So yeah, other than the song that's in my head. <laughs> other than um, reading Rainbow. So today we're taking a switch. We're moving. We're moving around, right? Because we're switching it's been up two a weeks. Bit. Yeah. yeah, it's been two it's weeks since uh, House of the Dragon. House no? of the Dragon. No? What? What did you say? A Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still living in the past. Years don't worry. Since that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we decided to move on to a different show. And do you know how long it's been out on Netflix? Uh, the 31st, October 31st. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Okay. So we are moving to a show that's on Netflix called Inside Man. Yes, a BBC show. I didn't know anything about it. Intro. I didn't know anything about it until... It actually only came out in September in BBC, in England. Okay. So it hasn't been right. out too long either way. But we, uh, okay. I picked it up. Let's get that out of the way. I went like, this should look interesting. <laughs> you know what You know okay. what triggered me? I was watching uh, a TikTok. That's funny enough. Okay. That ends up being the trigger. And they were doing a scene of Stanley Tucci, one of the scenes on mm-hmm. the show. And I went like, okay, I'm in. Now where do I find the show? Mm. And that was it. And then after that, I text you and we went, hey, we could make this into a conversation piece. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so wait, when you saw it on TikTok, they were the people were in person, like doing the scene or no, they, no, were no. Showing, they were showing like showing it was a the scene of Stanley. Oh, OK. Yeah, an actual Got scene it. Like OK. I think it's Got the it. one. It's the opening scene with him, his opening scene where he asks yeah. um, where the guy is sitting across from him. Sitting across from Dylan and Mm -hmm. speaking to Stanley Tucci's character, whose name is um, Grief. Something Grief, which is funny. Jefferson Grief. Mm. So he's standing next to, he's talking to him and Stanley Tucci's character, Jefferson, just looks at him and like 
I just thought the back and forth was interesting when he was asking, why am I getting paid for sleeping with my wife? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, 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 so yes, yes. The uh, right senator away. or something like that. Yeah, the congressman. Yeah. Yes, something, yeah. same, same. Yeah. So I went like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. Why yeah, it's a, re- it's a really good show. I've only seen the first two episodes, so that's what we'll be discussing. For this episode, yeah. We're yes, going to be going into the first two episodes of Inside Man. But before that, I thought, because I enjoyed... Yo, yo, the intro is really good. The intro music? <laughs> you know, the big movie, a uh, music person. Yeah, and that that draws you in when they do switches. Because yeah. they play yes. it also every time they switch from one perspective to the other. From mm-hmm. Harry to Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that it's continual throughout yeah. the throughout mm-hmm. the episodes. It's really cool, it's, and it's well, it's a really good song. Um, yes. I like it. I actually didn't think that this. When you said, "Oh, let's watch Inside Man," I was like, "Why are we watching? Like, why did they make a movie about <laughs> the <laughs> bank job? Like, like that's a why? good movie too. Great movie, yeah. Clive Owen and Denzel man. Washington. Yeah, those two beautiful man too, but he's a little too old for me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Clive is a little bit Although I don't know Clive person. Owen's age. Yeah. He's in his 50s now. <laughs> Just beautiful men all around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the intro is really, really good. And I actually, I, I like the the intro. The faces? Intro? I don't, yeah. I don't yes, even know how the to. Faces? The, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I think it's pretty I think that's cool. Really good. But that doesn't appear are... in the first episode. That only appears from the second episode on. No. Yeah, because the first episode starts on the train. We automatically jump onto the train. Yeah, but then it goes into the intro. Does it do that? <laughs> I watch it twice. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I guess I miss yeah, it yeah. for the I miss it both times then for the first episode. Mm, yeah, it definitely does. I, I mean, remember it more from the second on. Now I don't know. Hmm. Well, anyway, so <laughs> this one's a little bit weirder. I don't think jumping back and forth like we do for your <laughs> House of the Dragon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am. <laughs> Jumping back and forth for House of the Dragon <laughs> works as much here. Okay. So I think maybe if we stay more Linear. in line. Yeah, more in line with what mm-hmm. the show was. That way we can hit different parts. And if we have questions, we can talk about them. Because this is the okay. first two episodes. So before that. I have the first question that pops up as we start mm-hmm. is Harry's created situation believable? Who's Harry? David Bennett. I mean, um, I'm sorry. Wow, David Bennett. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> David Tennant. Um, the vicar. Oh, the vicar. The vicar. Okay. Is his situation that is created believable explain wait before you explain mm. i need to get a cough drop because uh, if not we're going to be suffering this entire time right, <laughs> just on. keep going i'll cut this out ladies and gentlemen she's moving on to the cough drops cough drops cough drops cough drops you have headphones in so you can still hear me as i do the stupidity that i'm doing but you can't respond <laughs> 
I can't hear you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Excuse You're me. You're actually out. sick. Yeah, it happened out of nowhere yesterday. I don't know what. Um, yeah, be careful because um, the flu is going around a lot more. I don't need that. No, you don't. That's the point of saying be careful. Okay, I opened. I open. I'm opening all of them so that there's no <laughs> no crinklies. <laughs> How many did you grab? I got three. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Are you All leaving right. that in there? Huh? Are you leaving that in there? I don't know. I haven't decided. I haven't okay. figured it out. <laughs> I think that'd be interesting. Um. Okay. So Harry's situation as the vicar. Let's backstory is the show begins with an introduction to Beth mm-hmm. on the train and an introduction to Janice as almost a protagonist. Mm-hmm. In a way. So that's our introduction to those two characters from a harassment sort of situation by a dick of a guy who's yep. just being an all around prick. Mm-hmm. And Janice shows off by pretending to have Facebook and live and then not having mm-hmm. any of it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how we meet these characters. And the next time we meet Harry is him picking up Janice. That's yep. the first visual we see. Now, after Edgar, Edgar is the guy who gives Harry uh-huh. the poem. I know him, I I'm know. I'm just making sure. <laughs> after me. Edgar gives him the, the USB stick, mm-hmm. and we're back home, and Ben says everything he says, trying to take ownership of porn and not realizing mm-hmm. that it's child pornography. Mm-hmm. Is Harry's situation that escalates piece by piece that leads into him pushing her down the stairs into their cellar, is that believable? I think to a certain degree, yes. Um, they they obviously, Harry and um, Janice, Janice mm-hmm. have a an established relationship because she tutors Ben. Yeah. So she might not leave or run away so easily, even though she tried to get away. Um, I think that, and this is something that I thought about when I re first when I watched it, but then when I rewatched it as well, I think that we try to, as people, we try Mm. to, um take care of our own problems because we jump ahead way too quickly um like if they would have found like if she would if he if harry would have just let her go and i know that i'm not in this situation so it's easy for me to be like yeah Mm -hmm. just let her go i feel like if she would have just let her go he would have just let her go there's no way that it could have come back to him and come back to ben there he could have told the cops what he told his wife that it's edgar's Mm -hmm. then they would have gone to edgar's let's say after investigating and his mom could have corroborated because she obviously knows that he's yeah but she would not have corroborated you don't think so no i think with her disgust she would have i think that she's so disgusted by him that she would have 
Yeah, but to actual police, she wouldn't have. You don't think so? No, she wanted to handle how he was handled, not allow anybody mm-hmm. else to handle it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. Because mm. well, she knows her the... son had porn, and the yeah. cops still came to the vic. Oh, I jumped ahead. I know that right. they. I know that they do because I've. I saw the like. I read the next episode, which okay. I shouldn't have done. But <laughs> okay, sorry, skip that. But yeah, you see, she sees the note. Like just to expound, like on that note, it's basically saying somebody else is the pedophile, and it's not the vicar. Mm-hmm. Her as a mom character was definitely never going to be like, oh, my son is definitely this. Mm-hmm. So. I don't, I don't see it that way. Maybe. But I get what you're I'm... saying. If he just would allow things to progress, he could have found other ways to defend himself rather than kidnapping somebody. <laughs> he, he, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I also think that... You, see, because... Maybe because I just came back from the UK a little while ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I'm like... Like when he gives her the handcuffs and he's like, Can you just put this on? Yes. <laughs> he's like, Sorry, can you just sorry? Sorry. And she does oh, it. Very and it's, it's like so polite. Yeah. Yes. That is very much a British thing. <laughs> so like that's Are very you trying believable. To tell me that an American would have just gone like you're locked up, son. I think an American would have fought. Like, there's no way that an American... Honestly, I'm not not anything against Americans and Brits, whatever, because that's that's silly. But with all the tools that were down in that cellar, she Somebody could have been... Somebody would have been cut. Somebody um, else would yeah, have Yeah, come on. Like, yeah. she again, she has a relationship with this family already. You're going to yeah. tell me that you don't think that you can take this guy on? Yes, she was just pushed down the stairs. So she... And His she... Injuries. What she pushed? Because he no, no, no. bit she, her and he kind of reacted. No, she, she fell. I'm not saying that he push. Yeah. I'm just using as a statement of what of her projection okay. down the stairs. But I don't think okay. he actually pushed her from what I remember from the seat. It's yeah, more of that he opened she the like door. She like lost her fell. footing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she bit him. But it's so still his make... cause of reason. Like it's You're still the idiot that opened the door that knows that it goes downstairs. So... Instead of murder, yeah. you got manslaughter. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I think it's believable because, like I said, as people, like we just, we think that we can take care of our problems and we jump to these conclusions. We jump, we always jump to worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, and that, that's exactly what he did. That's, that's what she did. That's what they both did. Without yeah. giving right. anyone a, a chance to say anything. And I guess... Ben did say what he said and all this other nonsense, so she's kind of just running with it as well. Yes. Um, but I think I think everybody just needed to take a breath and relax mm-hmm. <laughs> so that we can figure this out. Um, but I I feel like it's believable. I okay, think, uh, good. So, but that answers that answers that because I think that sets us up for the rest for the rest of the two episodes because if we in no way believe that this is possible in some way. It kind of makes the rest of the episodes like just play rather than actual introspection into the inner workings of people in this. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think so. What what threw me off though was first of all, I first of all, here we go again. I've never heard of 
a priest being called a vicar. So I had to look that up. I looked that up as well. I felt kind of dumb, but whatever. And then I did not know that he could be married and have kids. So he's kind of like a pastor. Yes. No, that's actually how it's titled. He is the okay. pastor of um, this denomination. And he, yeah, it's completely like that. It's almost like oh, being so a it's it's not really like a like Catholic. Like no, a it's Catholic. Where... It's Catholic, and it has that same overture to it. It's mm-hmm. just that the title, the because he still does a church. It's a full on church. It's it's yeah. It's not like most pastors have places that open up and they create their own. No, this is a full on church in the town mm-hmm. that he has been put in place to be. He's just not a bishop or a father or anything along the lines mm-hmm. where he's not allowed to have families or anything like that. Got so, you. Okay. Yeah, because that that's Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> just, just putting it out there. <laughs> um but yeah, so so yes, I do think it's believable because okay. because of human nature. All right, cool. No, but that that's what yeah. I wanted us to answer first because if we don't believe this in some way, it would have been interesting to have one of us be on the don't believe and believe side just to have a different form of conversation for it. Mm-hmm. But believing it actually allows us to have more questions on what happens next. Because I think just to stay on the side, on the story side of Harry, Janice, Ben, and Mary on that side for right now before mm-hmm. we go on and introduce you know, Stanley Tucci's character, Mm -hmm. Jefferson Grief. Just to stay on that side, Mary is a dedicated wife. (laughs) Fuck. Hey, till death do his part, man. No, man, that's loyal, loyal. Like, I'm sorry, you locked a woman downstairs? Mm -hmm. Because you thought that protected our son. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Hold on, give me a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Now. Yeah. And then I'm gonna. Go I think drink. it's still. She's still shocked. She's shocked, but she handles it so well. Maybe it's a British thing. Maybe. <laughs> like that was probably the scope of introduction. Just the fact that we come back, cut scene from grief to back to Harry. And there's Mary sitting down mm-hmm. with him having a conversation. Do you think mm-hmm. she's hungry? Didn't she used to be? Yeah, that was that was like what? <laughs> I went like, on, you yeah. are a homemaker to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. So I thought but, that by itself was interesting. But I mean, I'm not married. You're married. Yeah. If you were in that situation, like reversed kind of, and mm-hmm. you came home. What would you do? Would you be like, I'm calling the cops? I'd want to know. No, but I'd want to know the train of thought of what the hell are you thinking and what's your plan? And that's what, but that's what she did. (laughs) But yes, but Mary switched from what are you thinking? What is your plan to, you know, that you can get away with murder is the hardest (laughs) part. Let's Google it. (laughs) This woman Googled murder. How do you kill someone? Mm-hmm. And then I thought that scene of her introducing the fact that she's a little drunk and now I got to speak about murder 
mm-hmm. introducing it in the way that she did. Did you know that every time you look up how to kill somebody, all we get is porn? Porn. <laughs> yeah. I went like, wow. This just keeps yeah. coming back to the main storyline. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked on how to, you know, get rid of somebody and I went to a bondage site. Yes. Yeah. And, then and I didn't pick that up the first time. Did you pick up the rest of that the second time? Because um, the second, the first that, time I didn't pick up everything else she was like saying. They like kissed after that and, and no, all no, no, that. No, no, oh, no, no. Was saying in between because she was saying little things. She goes like, "Do you know that there's a site that breaks down what is the best objects to put in the anus?" <laughs> I did not hear that. Yes. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Because no. I was just listening. I wasn't watching. Mm-hmm. So those little things just started coming. I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what, what did I just hear? <laughs> I'm like, Mary, you are drunk. You're gone. I did not hear that the first time. You know what I, what I like about that, though, now that we're talking about it? It kind of shows the innocence of, of both. Not innocence, but but in a, in a sense. The yeah, innocence of both of them. Where, where, at least of Mary, where she's gone. She's going on on how to Google. She's Googling how to kill somebody. Like, let's be honest. I think everyone has thought about how to kill somebody. And if not everyone, I will be the, I'll tell you for free that I have. Okay. You're the only one. I thought of ways. I thought of ways how to do it and how to dispose of bodies as well. I digress. the, The disposing part isn't that hard. Anyway, I thought, I've thought of it all. The beanie does not help this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of everything. Um, but I think it's it's cute that she's like, I Googled it and all I came up with was porn. And something yeah. that she did say and she was like, oh, that we're like, we're all, um, I'm going to get it wrong and I didn't write it down, that like we're all kind of obsessed with each other. That, yes. The obsession and I thought that was interesting. That that keeps the world spinning. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, and all that, of that I is that what was keeps the world spinning. Mm-hmm. Which was an interesting take on it. Yeah, it was like this world should have been gone years ago, but hey, the porn keeps mm-hmm. it spinning. <laughs> the drive. <laughs> now, on the other side, Janice is <laughs> Janice is a whole nother level of person. Janice this is woman crazy. Peed in every corner and cut herself. At least that's what she said. Well, we saw the cuts. The pee, I don't know. Because once you start peeing, that's a smell. Exactly. Although she did throw a bag of her poo at him. Yeah, that's true. That was was good. But the blood, the the blood thing, I I believe her because there were so many Mm -hmm. cuts. So I could see her just splattering everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a reoccurring theme that happens here is Mm -hmm. bluffing. Bluffing is getting these people into a lot of trouble. Oh, God. (laughs) All of them. Everybody. Not only a lot of trouble. Janice is playing on a different level, though, because Janice is nuts. Janice is crazy. I've had too much... She's had too much time by herself. (laughs) Janice is crazy. She's she's crazy, and I kind of, like, I felt bad for her at first because she did get pushed down the stairs or whatever, but then it's like... You didn't even give this guy a chance to talk, number one. He's not a bad guy. He He's he's a fucking vicar. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know. I get it. I get it. Vicar, son. I get it. There, there are connotations. 
Um, <laughs> Context. Um, exactly. But, but I didn't like, and I guess I understand why she's doing it, how she she's playing on both of them. She's giving mm. Mary the empowerment thing yeah. where she's playing into female bonds right Almost like sense, yeah. don't don't tell your husband because give i'll give you the upper hand but then for harry she's more calm and she's like That's i'll give it to you it doesn't it you know whatever it is this is for me it, it feels like she's switching between masculine and feminine roles mm-hmm. like for harry she's being more feminine a little bit more yep. as i said docile for mm-hmm. mary she's being a little bit more confident and just she's giving out this projection of energy that's a lot more controlled and controlling to give her that form of it as well and i thought mary's interaction when she goes down there drunk and has the golf club was (laughs) weird mary's a weird character because mary's not crazy like janice but mary's loyalty to her husband and her son is also Mm -hmm different level of crazy too i think it's real i think mary is like the realest person yes but that's why it's crazy because Mm -hmm. her actual nature to be protective is going to push her to being okay with things before anybody else is okay with things yeah (laughs) because she transitioned into how do we handle this better Mm -hmm. and faster than anybody else Mm mm-hmm and just yeah, I, and I think you have to. I think in a situation like that, she's she's thinking of her her son and her husband, and not yeah. this lady. And what is it that we're going to do to protect eliminate this issue, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for what Mary goes for. I support her one hundred percent get rid of Janice. <laughs> wow. You are straight <laughs> on the vicar side. Okay. Yeah. So, continuing down, because I well, guess he's this stupid. is... Yeah, very. This is the, I think the best way how we can continue through the episodes and have episode one and two is when he decides that he needs to go talk to Edgar and confront mm-hmm. him. He fucked up, I thought. You're confronting him in public. Okay. I thought that was the one situation where you should have done this somewhere where it made Edgar feel a little bit more protected for the kind mm-hmm. of personality that he was showing that he was. That he was. Mm-hmm. Doing it in public, he was going to try to fit into whatever norm he had. And mm-hmm. since he had friends around, he was going to yeah. try to not seem too abnormal around them. Yeah. I agree. He He did mess up. Um, but he was pressed for time. I I know, yeah, that's yeah. fine. And it's just, it's he just. I think that pushed Edgar to the edge. That was one of the things that pushed him to the edge. That's what did I write? Because yeah, so jumping ahead, when Edgar does end up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! When he does end up killing himself, can Harry be blamed for that? Is there blame on um, Harry for the way all of that he pushed evolved? Because especially 
given that scene that happened in the church. Yikes, I didn't even think of that. That scene in the church was a lot. The music was great, too. The music was phenomenal. But the scene, Uh, the power behind the scenes on both sides, Edgar's side and Harry's side. Yeah, I was a little stressed. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little stressed um during that scene when he was trying to get edgar to to confess um i can he be to blame um i think that is that can can be considered the straw that broke the camel's back Mm -hmm. um because edgar has has a lot of demons that he's dealing with um (laughs) (laughs) but his mama but Edgar has a history of suicidal yes, tendencies. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe it was just a, a no. I actually, you know what? I stand with the vicar. It is not his. He cannot be the one to blame. It's not no. his fault. I mean, a little bit, but I'm still going to take his side. <laughs> I don't think the church scene itself pushed him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the push was the car. The car scene. Oh, at the very end before it goes in the house, because it reminded me so much of when we got introduced to Edgar and his mom at the church. Okay. How his mom was so pushy. His mom was so, you know, Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. gave him this kind of spiritual awakening at the church Mm -hmm. and gave him a form of relief in a way. And then you just did to him something that reminded him of his greatest trauma, which is his mother. Because he's always going, does my mom have to find out about this? Does my mom have to know? Mm. And I felt that if the church wasn't the catalyst, that ending scene where you tell him stop doing that and hits him Mm -hmm. was the push. And when you said the car scene, I actually didn't even think of that. I thought of when he was asking him why he's doing it, because that implies guilt for Edgar. But that was before the church scene. It was. It wasn't in the car. Not in the second. No, there were two car scenes. There was the car scene right after the bar, mm-hmm. where Edgar runs out, and then they drive to the church. But at that point, he didn't say that he was doing. He was going to take the blame for him, because they drove. Oh, they no. drove yeah, to right. the yeah. They drove to the church. Then they had. He didn't confess, and then he says, "Here, put it on my computer. Make it look like yes. it's mine." And then they're in the car, and they say, "He says." Edgar asks him, like, why are you doing this? Like, why? Yeah, and he okay. says, because I'm the victim. The and vicar. then he says, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then he he goes into what his mom does to him. So I thought that it was more so, like, when you said the car scene, I thought that it was it would be more so that, that he he's now he's, yeah, he's taking the blame for him. He knows, Edgar knows how bad it is and what it would entail, yes. uh, or to a certain degree, what would happen if someone finds that out. Um, so I think that I thought that that's what you meant. Um, but it could, he could have that trauma too from his mom and now Edgar, you know, somebody that he's confided in and actually knows, um, he's going to take ownership for something that he knows is awful. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, I think that's what it is. Not, not him hitting him because he's used to that. He's used to his mom doing that. Yes, but that's why I would say it would feel different because he's used to his mom doing that, but he's not used to somebody who's been good and protective of him doing that. True. 
And that True. change could be a subtle adjustment to him mm-hmm. on top of him taking the ownership of what just happened. Or of what he did was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Now, I thought some of the best character done, character work done, was David Tennant, who plays Harry. Mm-hmm. And the play around faith and family mm-hmm. trying to understand what he has to like being pulled in because he trapped Janish because of family mm-hmm. that wasn't faith that was family mm-hmm. he doesn't kill her because of faith because mm-hmm. remember he puts the he puts collar the, back the on collar back on mm-hmm. and he goes like this isn't for you this is for me mm-hmm. he Goes to get a confession from Edgar because of family. Mm-hmm. Stops himself because of faith. And then at the end of it, fully stops himself because of his faith and mm-hmm. his position. And knowing I'm going to have to take the burden of this. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think that he goes like, we got to put this all on me. I can lift it. Could piece. not be me. <laughs> Could not when Janice oh. asked, would have been like, it's Edgar's. Do you want me to tell you where he lives? Yeah, that was the part. Like, it could have all been settled if he had just said, hey, look, man, it was Edgar. Why but didn't he? Why, his face. Why didn't he? His face. I, I understand. I un- it fought you know him. What? No, I don't understand. <laughs> it fought him. I got it simply because he was fighting to be two men at the same time. Hmm. Am I the <laughs> father or am I the father? <laughs> which father am I at this moment? Mm-hmm. And he chose at that very moment, I'm going to be the vicar. I'm going to be mm-hmm. that one. But as the things progressed, he was switching back and forth between the two so much that that feels like it's the bigger conflict for Harry as mm-hmm. a character. Like the conflict isn't as much Janice and Harry or Mary mm-hmm. and Harry or even Ben at the beginning and Harry with him wanting mm-hmm. to go to the concert. No, it's more Harry and his other Harry. Harry and Harry. <laughs> Harry and Harry. Uh, yeah, that's why. Why do you think? Question: mm-hmm. Why do you think Harry didn't record the conversation in his office when he was telling Edgar he to thinking. put it on his computer? Huh? He wasn't thinking. At that point, he had conceded himself to taking the blame. That he stopped thinking about a way out. He had he had mentally discovered a way out for himself. So mm-hmm. there, when you've already set, like you've already seen the door that's open, mm. you're not looking for any other possible doors. Okay. You're just focusing on the door that's in front of you that's open already, mm-hmm. and that's what he was doing with that. Like he should have recorded that because at that point, Edgar's confessing. Correct. But. In the moment when you've just forgiven Edgar and you've just said, I'm going to take the blame for everything Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make this mine because you believe to some extent Edgar would not survive this. Mm -hmm. You're not going to look at a way to try to blame Edgar. Nah, Edgar needs to be (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. Um, Going back to... Uh, Harry versus Harry. Mm-hmm. Both both versions mm-hmm. are 
self-sacrificing. Yeah. Because on the dad side, Mm -hmm. he's looking out for, on the family side, he's looking out for Ben. And on the vicar side, uh, he's looking out for Edgar and his, his, the faith and making sure that that maintains or whatever. Is that, is that a dad thing? Is that like a, is that a man thing? What? Being protected? Like the, like the self-sacrificing type? Cause I'm telling you right now, I'm looking out for my family and Edgar has to go. I don't think. Is that like a vicar thing? Is that like a. I, but, but you see, that's why we say there's a Harry and Harry conflict because mm-hmm. you're asking on just a superficial level is that just a man's thing because i think women have shown that they would do that too so i don't think it's in that way so is that just him as a person or him as the faith-based person Mm -hmm. i think it's both because they're both so ingrained in who he is so Mm, if you not being a vicar but you having a family your choice is always going to be to protect your family correct but if you're also, if your family is also your faith, mm-hmm. on top of the actual family you have, you aren't only going to protect one, you're going to mm-hmm. try to figure out a way to protect both. Yeah, the all. lines get blurred. Mm. Yeah, there are no lines. At that point, yeah, it's, it's just, gray. Mm-hmm. what is, what am I? Mm-hmm. I'm both. So in some way, I have to think of both in this situation. Mm-mm. So... I wonder yeah, if other pastors yeah. or vicars would do that. That would be the interesting thing. It depends on what kind of person they are. Because this is showing this is somebody who's... And this is where we can transition to talking about grief and that side a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because after Edgar's suicide, there is nothing else for that side of the family for this episode. But this is comes to play on what grief is looking for when he takes on cases. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what is it? I wrote it down. Moral, what is it? Moral worth. Mm-hmm. It's looking for moral worth. What are you doing? Why are you always in the dark? <laughs> Dad, I'm recording the podcast. staying in around that one your dad just made an appearance well ask your dad which one would you choose how does he protect his family oh sorry about that anyway moving on (laughs) so what i'm trying to say about the vicar is that his moral worth from the beginning and i think a lot of these characters have the same sustainability when it comes to it when push comes to serve, what will you do that you wouldn't have thought of doing before? Mm-hmm. And from the beginning, even in everything that Harry is picking to do, he's doing it from the idea of morally, is this the sound thing to do? Mm-hmm. Is this right? Can I morally forgive myself in some way? And I think even when he's going to go take the blame to make sure his son doesn't get it and make sure Edgar doesn't fall on his sword, 
he's taking a moral stance going like, I have to protect both of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which is interesting when you think about grief and the fact that he's in jail for eviscerating his wife. Mm. All I know is that she's dead. Well, they talk about it in the second episode when him and Beth are talking back and forth. You completely killed your wife and you strangled her with your own hands. Yeah. Because she I looked mean, at his hands and he goes like, yeah, these, these hands, hands right here. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your feeling on Jefferson? Jefferson. That's Stanley Tucci. Yes, Grief. Okay. Um, I like that his name is Grief. I think it's actually pretty, <laughs> pretty interesting um, that his name is Grief. Um, because of what comes with death, but also because he's giving Beth grief for everything. Um, (laughs) So I thought that was pretty cool. Huh? She needs it. She, Beth needs to chill a little bit. Um, She's like the only uptight Brit that I know of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Didn't watch enough shows. I I guess so. Um, I actually really like his character. I think he's extremely intelligent. Um, but I did notice the second time around that he, he goes on his, his theories Mm -hmm. a bit. So that's like bluffing again, this, this recurring thing, theme of bluffing, um, with the whole, like, and he bluffed with the picture of the, uh, award for the, (laughs) which I thought was funny. Um, I, some of the things that he says, I think are interesting because I think they make a lot of sense when I think about them. Like in episode one, he says, everyone is a murderer. You just have to meet the right person. Um, I I think that's true because Mm -hmm. if somebody does something like they're going to catch these hands, (laughs) but anyway, Um, and then in I don't know if it's still in the first episode or the second episode when the wife comes with her daughter um, and they're talking second about episode. it's the second. Okay. In the second episode yeah. and they're talking about um, she, the daughter says hope is awful. And he says, yeah, I suppose it is um, as far as I can remember. And hope is awful. Like it, it really, really is. Um, and each time that I watched that episode, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. You know what it makes me think of every single time I see that? Uh, You ever see Shawshank Redemption? Yes. You know the scene, well, there's multiple scenes that bring up the word hope, but um, I think it's Red, who is played by Morgan Freeman. His character goes like, hope can get a man killed. Mm -hmm. I always think that we, we watch that a lot. We watch, we see that across cinema a lot. Mm -hmm. That hope is bad. Hope can actually lead to the downfall of so many things that hope has caused so much worse than mm-hmm. anything else. But in that movie, and even in this show, I always think there's two things. Because he says that hope, I remember hope is bad, but I always think of um, the other character for Shawshank. I forget his name. But the other guy, because mm-hmm. he goes like, no, hope, hope. Hope is what keeps you going. Yes. Hope is the I only agree. thing that matters. Hope is the only way we know that we're still alive at the end yeah. of the day. And mm-hmm. I think the only reason that 
I don't think he's thrown away hope. Grief, I don't think he's okay. thrown away hope. I think what he's done is he's put it somewhere else and decided mm-hmm. to see if there are people who will continue it. Mm-hmm. He has a different form of hope in other things. And it can't be shown because... Because... <laughs> it can't be shown because he has no hope for himself. Mm-hmm. He's gonna die. It's like mm-hmm. he's on death row, so eventually they're gonna have to kill him. Yes, and yes, I, I get what you're saying. Hope is hope is extremely important. I think I think in general we need to, as people, we need to hold on to hope. Yes, but it it is it is <laughs> awful sometimes. Sometimes it is and awful. It's hard. Um, it is very hard. Um, he also says, it's just a day. It's just a day. <laughs> what are we doing in this recording? <laughs> it's just a day. Um, when he's talking about love uh, to the wife, too, he says love is love is very common, but not commonplace. I thought that was yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he says liars are always the loudest. And I yeah. think that is very true, true. about things too. Um, but what all all his little his little things that he says, I wrote them down because they're I like them. Um, but he says murder is is uh, is really an expression of indifference. Yeah, it's um, always an exp- <laughs> it's usually an expression of some form of passion. Yes, I agree. Um, and then again, he says everyone's a murder a murderer. All it takes is uh, a good reason and a bad day. Correct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then self-loathing is clarity and clarity is useful. And that, that is another <laughs> one that stuck out to me. Because <laughs> I was like, oh uh, did I give you the wrong show in the right week? <laughs> <laughs> I think you gave the me right the right show, show in the wrong week. The wrong week. <laughs> yes. But it's helping me get through it. Get, get through uh, things. <laughs> but you said... You said that you felt that he was bluffing a lot. I kind of see it on the other side. I don't think he ever is bluffing. I just think that he never got past being a professor. Mm. So he's always trying to teach something. He knows the answers. He always knows the answers. He's waiting for the other person to find the answers so he can explain why that answer is. That felt so much like a professor. Mm. Like a teacher going like, I know the end result. Mm-hmm. Now, show me how you get to the end result. Ah, uh, okay. Especially in that okay. scene where... Yeah. Think about the scene in the second episode where we just finished talking to the wife and uh, and the daughter. That's in the and, train station? Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. that one. That is the best scene to show. Yeah, he should have been seen. Mm-hmm. But, wait. Mm-hmm. Now tell me what you see. And it's yeah. like... You're progressing the story to sh- teach us that mm-hmm. not everything's exactly what you thought. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he knew that just from hearing the concert, the fact that he knew that just from hearing that moment, Bro. it's a different form of intelligence, but it's also very interesting because this character isn't evil. Mm-hmm. So first time I get a character who's behind bars, who's supposed to be this evil person who did something completely wrong, Mm -hmm. who's not evil at all. Unlike Dylan. Dylan's... Dylan's... Dylan's (laughs) I love Dylan. (laughs) I love Dylan. Dylan is amazing. I mean, I don't want to be in a room by myself with him. No, no. Please (laughs) no. But 
he's amazing. And his little quips in between everything that's happening, especially when Beth comes the second time. Mm-hmm. And he has Grief a British goes accent. like, well, yeah, that was funny, but I'm not, I'm not, not on that one specifically. When Grief goes like, just ask Dylan, I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And Dylan goes like, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> just ask his wife. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dylan, you are you are the comedic relief of this whole show. I agree. Oh my god. I agree. He's fantastic. I like him. I just good. Yeah. All of that his character is just good to be there to give Mm -hmm. us these moments of brevity. Mm -hmm. Well, this show is serious as for the rest of it yeah. he's just there like yeah, I'm a serial killer yeah but it wasn't the librarian it was um, the nurse yeah and it wasn't a... made it to a coat rack <laughs> yeah he was like it wasn't a whatchamacallit it was a coat rack actually <laughs> just that just so we're aware <laughs> oh my god that just that was different um, well what do you think of grief I thought he was an asshole but he's he's really yeah but it comes with his level of intelligence hmm. but that's why he has the professor side because okay. he's an asshole because he already knows everything mm-hmm. he knows the resolution to most things as they're appearing mm-hmm. and as they're happening but he loses some of the assholeish nature when he starts explaining and allowing other people to view in because he's not going like, no, you should have known this already. Mm-hmm. He understands that people don't know what he knows. Mm-hmm. But when he okay. knows it in front of everybody else, he's a complete prick. He's like, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Uh, are you sure you want me to find your husband? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> did your daughter bring you, you here? <laughs> like, once we get the full picture, we go. We you look back at that scene, and you go like, "Dude, you're an ass." You're a um, I actually didn't get that sense from him. Oh, okay, I did because yeah. he's ex- he's also highly sarcastic. Maybe that's why, because I I love sarcasm, <laughs> so it's just like, oh, he's just being a regular person. <laughs> like it didn't it didn't seem that's not a regular person. As we've learned, people are not. Highly sarcastic. Well, I had to learn that the hard way in life. I have to keep that in mind because I'm a highly sarcastic person, and I don't oh, know. Yeah, maybe that's why I have like five friends. Yeah, that's usually it, because only a certain group of people can take that level of sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Well, glad you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. <Yay. laughs> um. Yeah, I'm actually oh. pretty excited to see what happens in the next two episodes. Um. To see what happens enough, with the that's vicar. What I was ask. Huh? <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you. What are you thinking is going to happen next? I'll just be knowing. I'll be knowing. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm excited to see what happens with the vicar. Uh, because I'm invested in his story. I don't. I I'm on his side. Um, I like it. And I want to see him come out on top. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, as far as grief, I know that he's bad, but I don't want him to die. See, that's the funny <laughs> part. I don't is, want him to be in jail. You know, I don't know that he's bad. Okay, 
Before he's bad because he killed somebody. There's nothing wrong with making bad. And I think there's more oh. to that story than we know. Okay. I honestly okay. feel like there's more to that than we know. I just we, we, we just have to touch on one more thing before we okay. end this episode, because that's all for the first two episodes of the show. The freaking warden. <laughs> yeah. What's what? up with the warden? <laughs> that's exactly it. What, what's up with the warden? How is the warden more best friends with a killer? <laughs> because he's him intelligent. And grief, him and grief are just... They're BFFs. Yeah, yeah. The warden is intelligent. The warden is very intelligent. Oh, I was talking about grief. But that, but it's both. Because the yeah. only reason grief accepts as much of the warden's back and forth, because grief wouldn't do any of this if it wasn't the warden okaying all True, true. So... But it's just funny. Like, that's such an interesting character in the situation we're talking about. You mm-hmm. are the warden of a whole jail. Mm-hmm. Not just death row. The mm-hmm. whole jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're over here talking to this guy on death and row. And you gave him a friend in Dylan. Yes. Not a friend, but an associate. Yeah. They're friends. <laughs> and, and he's kind of rooting for him to not be there. Yeah, no, he doesn't want. He doesn't want him to die. No, he's rooting for him not to die. He's rooting for him not to be executed. Because that's what he keeps trying to push. He pushes people in front of him to get to the point of, maybe these people will help you. Mm -hmm. Have you made any friends? Mm -hmm. Maybe this reporter can write something good for you. But I love that one. With help, I thought, like, help you get out. Like, in time. No, I don't think... I don't think, yeah, maybe in time. Maybe he's maybe old, though, so. uh, Yeah. But I thought that was also a very interesting part when him and Beth first met and he goes like, are you sure you want to write this? Because mm-hmm. are you sure you want to get to the point where you make me sympathetic? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I killed my wife. Really? And people, murderers don't usually um, have that outlook. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, that's also the most interesting. I want to know more about that. Mm-hmm. Him as a character. So I'm assuming because you've seen the last two episodes that that mm-hmm. doesn't happen because it's only this series is only four episodes. Or yes are you and are no. you not saying stuff so that I don't? I'm not I don't saying like spoilers. Okay, not, all right, cool. Not, Copy. Not. Got it. Trust me. Trust me. No. All right. You got nothing. I know how you feel about spoilers. I don't want anything. I don't like spoilers. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. It should be interesting. Um, So let's remind everybody that (laughs) you need to subscribe. (laughs) You need to rate us and give us five stars. Come on. We're climbing up. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're going to be number one in the podcast charts. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) And in order to do that, we need everybody to follow us on social media and you can find us at the GOT addicts. Send us any emails. If you're watching this show, let us know what you think about the Vicar, what you would do um, and all that other stuff. And if you're catching this after it's over or much later, that's okay. Still email us. We want to know. We yeah, know your... to yeah. And the email to do that is GOT addicts at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So like subscribe, Leave us a review, because that would be cool. 
I'm a fucking vicar. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Bye. <laughs>